0: All right, I guess we'll get this started then. What's going on, everybody? And thank you for joining us tonight for the first ever Game Spirit Podcast. My name is Carico, and I'll be your host. I'm joined by my co-host and longtime friend, Jake, also known as Frosty
1: Biscuits. Frosty Biscuits up in the joint, And hanging out here with Carico himself. And we're going to have a wonderful time. And we're pretending we to sound like Eric.
0: Uh-oh, you're cutting out again.
1: Ra- 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 radio hosts?
0: There we go. No, pod- well, podcasts dish hosts (laughs) um so funny enough this game spirit thing it's not actually set in stone as you know of course we will be changing the name of our podcast but at least for now it's going to be uh it's going to be game spirit and it's going to be dedicated to gaming so we're still trying to figure out structures and all that so obviously you know this is our first podcast and it's going to suck but we're going to see what works and what doesn't and yeah thank you for joining us as far as the name Game Spirit goes, though, it's really only temporary until we can obviously think of something better, right? If we ever do.
1: All things in flux. Nothing, nothing, Jelly. nothing. The
0: whole Game Spirit, Just a, it's basically just a, You know, so I, what I would consider to be maybe a production company later along down the lines, or a studio, what have you, whatever this becomes. It'll be kind of the main thing. Now, uh, I just want to take a couple seconds to introduce myself. My name is Chris. I'm better known as Carico. I will be the host of uh, Game Spirit. I'm 32 years old, and I'm basically obsessed with JRPGs. Uh, I've been skating for 20 years, and I've been gaming for a hell of a lot longer than that. So, I mean, despite maybe a very long eight or nine-year break, uh, for the most part, I was absent from gaming during uh, like the entirety of the Xbox series and the PS2 series. I was not around for that at all. Might surprise you a little little there. Uh, And I came back around the PS3 and the 360 era. My favorite console has to be Dreamcast. My favorite game, and you know it. Earthbound. Fucking love that game. So that's a little bit about me. My Twitter handle is at cxcarico. Uh, that's C X C A R I C O And uh, Jake, go ahead and tell us about yourself.
1: Cool. Um, I'm, I'm Jacob Johnson. I'm 29 years old. I'm better known as Frosty Biscuits or m 42 and uh, I'm a sketch comedian, and I uh, <laughs> spend a lot of my time not taking a lot of shit seriously. I, on the other hand, spent way too much time with the fucking PlayStation 2. Big fan of that era. Uh, I would have to say my favorite console, personally, is the Super Nintendo. But at the same time, the Xbox nice. 360 served me very poorly. And uh, despite the fact that like a lot of like my favorite indie games came out during that era, it was uh, kind of a frankly a shit show. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It definitely <laughs> was. I mean, I've I played, I've spent my you know. time playing massively multiplayer online RPGs. Uh, you know, a lot of, lot of Dark Age Camelot, World of Warcraft.
0: I here. the bullshitting
1: aspect is at least something that I would like to bring to the table. <laughs> Uh So
0: I just want to say uh, a couple little things before we move on to our topics here. So as I mentioned before, this podcast this podcast generally speaking is about gaming, but specifically I wanted to go towards more of a like, infotainment sort of route with it. So it's kind of like you know, I like
1: infotainment. That sounds gaming <laughs> podcast.
0: A little bit of a radio uh, personality in there, so we can kind of get our sketch comedies in and like you know fun little things in there. Uh, but you know. Uh, although we are limited to gaming, it seems that gaming has grown, sort of leaving us a lot with. what oh to talk about, basically, you know, there's, there's gaming is just one little thing, but there's so much to it these days. It's like it's just getting more and more crazy every day. Oh no, uh, it's, for-
1: it's, I think it's the defining art form of our generation. <clears throat> Sorry, but I just oh had- yeah. <laughs>
0: I remember you had to be like, I don't know, you remember it was cool to be a nerd to game, but now, like, everyone does it, I know, of thing.
1: No, I, think it, I think, I think, I think like <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven, at least when we were in middle school, was oh, a shit show. We'll get,
0: we're going to get to that. So, hold on. So, <laughs> at first, I really wanted to talk about gaming controversies and, like, current events and stuff like that, but on top of having, you know, of course, on top of having fun and informal conversation, but... Um, you know, I gonna have to wait because we're really only starting out and uploading once a week, so for now, I think it's just sort of in the air what we're going to do. I think uh, Jake and I will likely bring his ideas to the table, to really shake things up, and I know that he wanted to do, uh, you know, history segments if I recall correctly.
1: some like history stuff. segments, the definition of the word Jacob, what Jacob means is one who grabs by the heel. So I'm just going to be grabbing at your heel the whole time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, like Chris great. is going to go and I'm just going to kind of like Tag along, and you know, like he's gonna yeah. rock it off into anime future. And i was like, hey, this shit's kind of funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll have your you're gonna have your spotlight too. So, uh, so moving along, that I guess uh, I guess we got that out of the way We're, I guess uh, So first and foremost, I'm gonna suck with this one, but uh, I just want to talk about Anthem because if you think that's old news, you can think again because uh, I you probably haven't heard me talk about it too much. A lot of
1: people haven't. I'm still really- no. Anthem I'm thing. still in the dark about Anthem being good again. I haven't well, heard that. I,
0: uh, yeah, no, okay. So,
1: <sighs>
0: I don't even know where to start. Like, I, I was talking to balmung earlier about it. Like, I just, I the Anthem I thing is, it's bad. We need to not like let that shit slide. Okay, the failure Anthem is something I just cannot let go. I think it's something that we gamers we really should not be letting go. Like. There are certain games out there, you know, that, that really got away with kind of being shitty like Destiny and No Man's Sky, they redeemed themselves, you know? When it comes to Anthem,
1: like you don't think it's happening or do you think what? it's happening? What? Do you think what? Anthem is, is able to refine itself or it's not? It had a cool it,
0: it, Okay, so it's it's dead. It's it's not coming back. Developers already said
1: stuff. I already that's bad. Bad. Dude, so. Do we, do we have do we have a fire to light? Do we have a what? Are we able to light the anthem fire? Like, can I finally light this fire? Or are these max like so full of oil that I just can finally yeah. pass with it?
0: Yeah, like burn it to the ground. of felt bad. Okay, like I'm telling you, dude, it's not even about the game anymore. It's everything else that revolves around it. Like, it's the potential it had, and just all the shitty practices oh. behind it. Everything about it is just shitty. Okay, and like,
1: if we're talking about anthem, I'm gonna have to bring up Titanfall because I like that game.
0: Titan Falls I still haven't played that but like here hold on so we could go on all day about how uh how the game felt good and how it had t- I know you probably didn't play Anthem a lot of people it. it was like the you know kind of destiny how it felt good I and mean, I thought what, it was you know what are, pretty what good is, but- what
1: the dudes that was like on the other end of the ps4 terror group like grass assassin made me play that fucking game and uh, I did not like it. it. It really felt like like just like Titanfall did Anthem better in ways that like Anthem's RPG elements just totally detracted from you know the foot soldier versus mech dude thing that Titanfall had going. That like kind of really feels like Anthem was kind of cheap
0: doesn't really surprise me because really Anthem took a lot from like a lot of people, you know, they clearly took from Destiny. I think they took a lot from Warframe actually, which is yeah. one of the important points I wanted to bring up is what really pissed me off. Okay. Like there's a lot of stuff that pissed me off about Anthem. You know, we, the game's dead, by the way. Not, I don't know if you heard, but basically oh,
1: uh, the game is I did. I saw that one coming a mile away. The game was unable to reconcile its first person shooter elements with it. Maybe I'm wrong with that. There was something it was unable to reconcile with its MMORPG elements and I think it's mostly EA greed.
0: There, there's a lot, dude. There's we could talk about it all day really. That's gonna have to be for another time, but like I just wanna talk about the key the things that really just irk me about this shit right now. It's like you go on Reddit and people okay. are just so like just passive aggressive about it. It's like these guys took money from from me. They took a hundred bucks from me. They they promised me a game, and then when I bought the game, there was no real game. And they promised a roadmap, and they promised a reboot, and they promised you know 2.0. And then like three or four months ago, they basically said, "Fuck it, we're not doing anything about it." And you got to talk about it. so this is why I'm sorry, but this that's one thing that pisses me off. And another thing that pisses me off that I've been thinking about recently is how it's so much like Warframe. There are people that play Destiny. They're like, "Dude, fuck Warframe," but Anthem's gonna be the shit. They jump on Anthem and they're like, "Anthem's a shit." And it's like, dude, it's basically Warframe. Like, that's the... There's just... I don't know. That, that irks me, okay?
1: Like, I just I'm have just to say... Like, why it too, but, like, I'm going to say someone who's playing... who's played MMORPGs for a long-ass time, and I feel like I say this a lot. But, like, yeah, this is a lot like when, like, World of Warcraft was it's on its big thing, and then, like, Guild Wars came out, and they're like, but it doesn't have a monthly subscription. It asks you to pay for expansions instead. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. well well, i just want to say i just want to end it on this like they all they led on people like me with like roadmaps and all this bullcrap like everything from that like to all the lies about it just being you know a 10 year like you know they started development fucking 2012 or some shit but then they actually didn't start working on the game until like 2017 like a couple like a year before release that shit's gotta go okay no more of that like That, like, stuff like No Man's Sky and Destiny, that stuff, like, they redeem themselves. That's, I still don't think it's fine. We can't let people do what Anthem did. Okay. That's all I'm trying to say there.
1: So, that's totally fair, but I'm going to have to interject and say that, like, Anthem had a lot of potential in the idea of, like, having Crown Guy having its own tech builds and its own things and having Mech Dude have its own things and, like, the mix between those two and the transfer between those two is a very interesting thing. But then right. from a level design aspect, like having, you know, like, like, this is why I think Titanfall is cool. Because it takes into account having level design for the foot soldier and the mech. It's, it's a cool game. And this is where I think right. the first anthem fucks up real bad. Because it's too concerned with the RPG and not concerned with the actual mechanical aspects of having, you know, a foot soldier and a mech running in the same form at the same time
0: right well let's i don't know i guess that that's that's how i feel about the whole thing i mean i'm still pretty pissed off about it i'm probably not going to stop talking about it since we're this is stuff that's going to go out to gamers and so titanfall sounds cool i just think that you know anthem uh, like that whole thing is really kind of pissing me off but anyways i'm gonna move on uh, all right jake now we get to your
1: before 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 we transfer, I did want to say yeah. I didn't think about the Titanfall stuff before tonight. But when you brought the anthem complaints out, I was like, "Shit, I do think Titanfall did it better."
0: They they probably did. I mean, He's next, right? So character. <laughs> uh, so now we're for the next topic. Actually, you're going to talk about your theory, Jake. Your two cloud uh, theory from Final Fantasy 7 yeah. So we're talking yeah,
1: more context.
0: So, there's a theory that we have or that, sorry, that Jake has uh, about Cloud and there, the, the theory is that there are two Clouds. Yeah. Uh, no, no, so there's
1: there's Tifa's cool. homie.
0: How is there two Clouds? Let's start there.
1: Okay, so so the Cloud Strife who lived in Niflheim was Tifa's friend. This person yeah. lived all these things no. and dies during the Niflheim disaster when Tifa leads SAC and the soldier unit with Seproth up to the Bako reactor in Mithra. During this whole thing, Sephiroth loses his shit, lights the whole thing on fire. Our boy, our our our, our one, our first cloud, Tifa's friend that she kind of bullied, she's a bit of she's a bit mean to him, uh-huh. uh, dies in the fire, and his consciousness through the live stream transfers into this failed Hojo experiment, like, because, like, the Nifelheim reactor had a bunch of Hojo, like, cloud, like, Sephiroth plugs in it. Okay. And then so she pulls this one cloud out, like, right after, like, Sephiroth kills Tifa's dad. Like, the whole idea is that, like, the, the like, Cloud you know? Strife mm-hmm. was a kid who lived in Nifelheim, and Tifa and them were... Regardless of Zach and regard like the like, Yeah. I just wanted to preface it with like the, the standard theory is that Cloud was that kid, went into soldier, became one of those mm. things, and then showed up to the Nifelheim disaster as one of the soldiers, like just watching Zack and Cloud do all this shit with Tifa, and is just, you know, kind of a passenger to the whole thing. Right. I'm saying that that cloud was actually the kid whose memories then, like when he dies in the fire in Niflheim, gets transferred through the life stream into Mm -hmm. the empty body of the Sephiroth clone that our player cloud is in one of those pods. Tifa pulls that thing out. That thing loses its shit. And Tifa at that point has seen, you know, Sephiroth killed her dad with with his own sword. She's got it. She's freaking out. She doesn't know what to do. She just pulls one of these things open. That thing grabs that sword, kills Sephiroth. Sephiroth dies five years before that, and that's why the Sephiroth we see is cut in half, and like the like has its consciousness in the live stream. And is Juno Sephiroth, and the Sephiroth we see in the games. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I still can't really ha- or like wrap my head around it. Like I said, I still might need to play the game again to see. You know, it's,
1: it's five seven. It's confusing, but it's shit.
0: interesting. I think it's a very interesting. It's interesting for sure. You know, the two cloud Probably thing is. Like, no one's talking like, about it.
1: When I think that moment when like Tifa pulls the cloud out of the Mako reactor, and like we see that monster and all that shit. At that point, Tifa has the like. Sephiroth's sword that murdered her dad. She's losing her shit. Like her her perception of that event is subject.
0: Right. All right. Well, well, I think it's an interesting. Three. We should definitely come back to it after you know a few look sees, and maybe we'll see where the story in the. Uh, well, and all that, you know.
1: And people people are going to come time. at me with like the thing that Tifa pulls out of that Mako reactor during the Niflheim disaster looks clearly like a monster. But if you look at the actual scene, it's clearly like a very defined male body and then just a monster head for no reason. You're it's like almost Google, like Tifa's blocking something out.
0: Just Google, Google search the image and send it to me of like that scene because it's just one that i can't like put my finger on at the moment but like i said it's a it's an interesting theory i think we should revisit it uh we are uh, we're going to move on though we're okay cool uh, running yeah, up time here. we
1: can move on well,
0: we're going to move on to uh, reasons why you should buy digital versus physical i think that this is something i've been i actually don't know if i've ever talked to you about this you know i've i've, I've talked to a lot of people about uh, digital versus uh, physical i've got you know, i've got
1: some ammunition um,
0: Shank. So I, I'm first just going to go through, I think maybe, I was going to go through maybe a list of pros and cons for each, but I think it's important just to maybe talk about you know, things like why you should buy physical, why you should buy digital. Like, you know, I, I know a lot of people like to come up to I you also and say. I also
1: want you know, the shoehorn in so, and NFTs because I think that is it. Yeah. Like, well, it would take, take get this to that. Whole, whole discussion. Like, yeah, let's talk about you well, know, whether let's you should stick buy to the game physically so. or digitally first. And then I want to shoehorn in NFTs at the end because it's, I think, makes that whole conversation a bit more deep.
0: Yeah, that's fine. So uh, a few things to talk about here is like, you know, we live in an age where... Uh, digital is is sweeping everything, right? Like, like Netflix. Like, you, is Netflix completely like annihilated all? Not, not all, I guess. Oh, I okay, I
1: well, know. then we're gonna get we're gonna get into we're gonna get into um, what was it, net neutrality. Well, no, no, no. I had to get HBO Max this year. Right. If we're um, gonna talk about
0: that. Well, we're not necessarily talking about that. I'm just saying, like, we're in an age where uh, I'm just trying to say we're in an age where that the like the digital thing is becoming huge, and it's not good for gaming. Mm-hmm. It's good it's okay for like Netflix and stuff like that. Whatever. I think I'm biased because I don't watch that shit. But like, I'm just saying, like, you know, even Google tried to push that They tried to push the digital thing, like, no, really fucked up and it backfired. So okay,
1: I'm saying like, Str- oh, yeah, yeah. I- so yeah if I'm going to reconcile my previous statement about like net neutrality, like streaming services and like ownership of something is very different. And that is kind of why I want to shoehorn NFTs in because, because NFTs are more on the point to like, you know, whether or not someone who buys a video game content is, you know, they own that video game content.
0: Hold on. So uh, let me go back here. Uh, reasons to buy digital versus physical right so we just want to talk about kind of i want to talk about the pros and cons of it but not quite right now just like i want to first go through kind of introduction of like what i'm going you know i need to add context here so we live in an age where you know digital is sweeping you know physicals used to be a thing in the 90s right you wanted physical things mm-hmm. and it's nice uh and us old really appreciate that uh there's of, I mean, I often find that there's a lot of people don't say stuff like you know oh i'm a, I'm a doctor, physical you know and it's like Kind of the same way, but uh, it just I'm thinking like, dude, we're in a digital age right now. Not that, I think, but it's becoming a thing more. And people like Sony are kind of like they're figuring out algorithms to be in our heads to make us buy digital stuff. You know, we're st- stuff like that. So I just kind of want to go through. shake I'll- 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 as soon as I get through my own here, uh, I just want to kind of go through like the pros and cons of owning digital versus physical, just for like you know. Well, I, I do want to. I, I- I I'll start
1: I'll start I'll start with my own personal ownership and taking care of a Super Nintendo that like physical degradation is real. Oh for sure. Yeah, and that's a huge component to that. Like like if I can own something permanently online and have the ownership of that and have like the digital upkeep be maintained. Yeah, I'll take that over having to, you know, like Take a certain chemical scrub to like my Super Nintendo cartridges to make sure that it doesn't yellow with sunlight.
0: Yeah, a good like. Why would you have physical? Why would you have digital? Why wouldn't you? Why would you? Like, let's, let's go. Let's go uh, one by one here. So, what's a good? If we're gonna have physical copy, why would you want a physical copy of a game over a digital copy of a game? So let me just say this, like, so what what goes into a physical uh, copy of a game? It's the labor cost, right? So when you pay sixty bucks for a game, you're getting everything that the labor went into. You're getting the art, and you know all that fun stuff. You're getting the disc. There's actually value in that, like, like tangible value, right? Something yeah. um, yeah. to hold on to. Uh, also, uh, physical games mean I can I can lend you the game, right? I can be like, dude, Trails of awesome. Let me, you can borrow this shit. And uh, if I don't want the game, I can sell it back, right? So that's the physical. I mean, that's the physical. my my my,
1: my my counter my counterpoint is going to benefit your argument. Oh,
0: I'm sure. I don't know how that's going (laughs) to work, but yeah, let's hear it.
1: In my mind, the biggest reason to not have physical media is the physical upkeep of maintaining said physical media.
0: I don't want physical media. I'm talking about why you buy... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Okay, no. So, like, you own that disk. You have to make sure it doesn't get scratched. You don't have to tip your PlayStation over and make sure it doesn't get light ringed. Like, there's to a certain extent... Like oh, yeah to, you all- know, and like licensing Dude. is another thing,
0: your games can be stolen or lost too, that's another one, yeah,
1: no, 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 physical licensing is another thing, but like I how is that not so different than the physical upkeep of the actual disc I guess it's not like, are are you just unwilling to like spend the time on the internet to fuck with these people who are trying to own the licenship of shit that you yeah, care about? Are you unwilling to like stand up to them? Are you just like, oh well, they're 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 big corporations, and I don't I don't want to fight well, for my license.
0: Oh, I think we're getting off. I'm sorry. Of I'm the-
1: being I'm being mocking, but like I Uh-oh. am trying to equivocate, like taking like like like. Then again, I bring up my Super Nintendo and, like, having to put certain chemicals into it to make sure it doesn't yellow with sunlight because that's a physical aspect of the Super Nintendo. Okay, and, like, yeah, right. how's that? How's that so different than, like, challenging people who own licenses of video games online?
0: i a, I don't know. It's one indicative of the other. I mean, like, okay, so like, a, if you have a digital license, it just means that you don't own it. But if you have a physical copy, it means no, you do own it. No, that's
1: not true. No, you have a physical light. The, the when you buy a digital copy, you get a digital license. That license is real. You, well, you, you have you have a legal right and a legal definition. I'm just <laughs> thinking of basic right. Going objection for um, digital
0: right. You're talking for digital.
1: Yeah, no. The digi- digital, so- when you buy a digital copy of something, you have a legal right to that that license, and you do. That's like in the the URL.
0: I'm pretty sure it's you. Like you have access to the license. Yula. I don't think. I think yeah. I think it's just you have access to the license, right? Because like yeah, if you're offline, like on PlayStation Four, PlayStation true. offline, you can't play any of that because it can't like see that you're on your account or whatever. Which is actually a huge con of fucking digital, actually.
1: Oh, it's a huge con. No, it's one hundred percent a huge con. But physical also has its cons as well. Oh, of course, I'm not saying and I'm, saying it's dumb, like, I'm not how saying different this, is it from you know, like fissing the light scratch on your disc from being like, I'm, I'm, hey, I actually own the rights to this piece of media. Fuck off.
0: Right. Well, it's like. Well, I'm going through it. Like, I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying we're going through fiscal pros and physical cons. Just as we're just going down the list of just to talk I'm, about.
1: I'm not uh, trying to say that they're, one's better than the other. I'm trying to say that okay. they both have I'm some saying- shit going on. all right and that's what I'm trying to get
0: at. So we might have to start the segment over, honestly. No, I, was a mess right I think this, uh, this is a
1: super interesting segment, honestly. Oh. it's so. our
0: first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's our first. We have to end it there. We're already hitting on 30 minutes, so let's just call it good. Um, all right. Thank you for joining us. It took, it took
1: it took it took thirty minutes for me to piss Chris off.
0: Oh, you didn't piss him
1: off. <laughs> so.